This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the podcast for all of the news, notes, and breakdowns for your Ohio State Buckeyes. This is Sons of the Shoe with Nick Wilson and Spencer German. Sons of the Shoe is back. Nick Wilson, Spencer German, and we already ruined our special surprise, but you know what? Forget that. It's a beautiful day to be a Buckeye fan. Please, if you're new to the podcast, new to the show, uh, we are a new podcast. Please make sure to follow the show wherever you get your podcast. That includes Apple, Spotify, uh, the free Odyssey app, of course. You can also follow us on the 92.3 The Fan YouTube channel. Um, so we got all that out of the way here, and this is the first time we've had a guest on the show, Spencer, and we wanted to make it a good one. He is the Dean of College Football, sorry, the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting. You know him from Bucknuts.com, you know him from 24-7 Sports, the great Bill Curlick. Bill, welcome to the show, bud. My pleasure. I'm glad to be the on uh, the inaugural, the inaugural guest, I guess. Well, <laughs> we uh, you know, it's funny, we've been so busy with with the actual games and everything. And so we were talking about like, how do we break in a guest for the first time? And I was like, well, we got to go to a legend, right? We got to go to somebody <laughs> who's seen college football and seen recruiting the way you have. And and here you are. And you've been so gracious with your time. Thank you. No problem. No problem at all. So I think it's interesting to talk about where Ohio state is. Obviously we've got the early uh, signing deadline coming up. Obviously the portal uh, that first kind of portal deadlines coming up as well. Just in terms of a state of the program here, how has the disappointing end of the the regular season and a lack of the Big Ten title game, lack of the playoff game for Ohio State, has that had an impact on recruiting for Ohio State? Well, obviously, if you're the staff, if you're Buckeye Nation, you want to beat Michigan, you want to be in the Big Ten championship game, and you want to be in the college football playoff. Um, by not doing that, it meant that uh, the college, that the Ohio State coaches could get on the road and, and recruit a little bit sooner. They weren't in the Big Ten championship game, so they went out on the road and started recruiting. Um, again, obviously, you'd rather be in that game and rather be playing in the college football playoff, but it didn't happen this year. Uh, so they, they're making the best out of it, and they've been out on the road. The coaches have been all over the country recruiting. They've been recruiting kids to finish their 2024 class. They've been recruiting ahead on their 2025 and 2026 classes. And then the big thing now is the opening of the transfer portal. That opened uh, at the beginning of this month, and it runs until January 3rd. So they've been out on the road uh, recruiting for the through the transfer portal. And uh, they've been hosting official visits. Last weekend, they hosted a few official visitors. And this weekend, they're ho- hosting a couple as well. So kind of the same old same old on the recruiting trail Ohio State they don't stop when it comes to recruiting (laughs) Bill you mentioned the transfer portal I think the one position everyone's got their eye on as this thing unfolds obviously rightfully so 
is the quarterback position, especially with Kyle McCord announcing that he's entering the portal. We know there was a situation with him. He was looking at Nebraska. Sounds like that kind of fell through. For the Buckeyes, are they targeting a quarterback in the portal? It sounds like they were linked to Riley Leonard. Obviously, he's now with Notre Dame. Is there anybody else out there that they're interested in at that position specifically, or is it more of an in-house approach from here on out? Well, right now their focus is on getting ready for the bowl game and getting their quarterbacks ready for that game. You know, they've got Devin Brown, they've got Lincoln Keenholz, and they've got Tristan Gebbia. And their quarterback focus at this point is to get those guys ready and to beat Missouri in the bowl game. Now, having said that, Ohio State uh, uh, multitasks, so to speak, very well. You know, they're gonna they're gonna recruit and they're gonna get ready to play at the same time. Um, they really they have a plan, but they uh, they're not aggressively to the extent of hosting quarterbacks on official visits, they're not going that far. Um, they want to take a look, first of all, and see what they have. You know, maybe Devin Brown or maybe, for instance, Lincoln Keenholz uh, goes out and lights it up during the bowl game, and that might change things dramatically. So, you know, that's their focus. Um, they also don't necessarily have to sign a quarterback besides what they have because you want four scholarship quarterbacks on the roster. Uh, come January – they're going to have uh, on the roster, they're going to have Devin Brown, they're going to have Lincoln Keenholz, and they're going to have Air Nolan coming in via their 2024 recruiting class. So that takes them three. Tristan Gebbia uh, will be done at that point. But you can get by with three. Now, having said that, the preference, again, is to have four quarterbacks on the roster. So uh, they, they have looked at uh, Riley Leonard. Uh, another name to keep in mind is Will Howard. Um he hasn't picked a school yet. Riley Leonard has picked Notre Dame, and that was expected. Um, the, the Cam Ward thing is kind of overblown. That hasn't been a he hasn't been a top target of theirs, um, and they'll continue to look at things. Dante Moore is another name out there to keep in mind, but I don't think anything is going to happen concrete on that front until at least a little bit after the bowl game. Bill, is it as simple as if Devin Brown or Lincoln Keenholz has a nice game, they won't go, and if they have bad games, they will go? Is it that simple, or is this equal parts, it has to be the right person out in the portal? Yeah, I don't think it's quite that simple. I think it's got to be the right fit. You know, uh, they don't nece they aren't necessarily looking for a guy um, – if they end up really uh, going all in and going all out looking hard, they're not necessarily looking for a guy that um, uh, lights it up numbers wise, necessarily. Uh, they're looking for somebody that would fit into their system and also to fit into the program. They've got a couple good quarterbacks on the roster. Devin Brown was highly recruited. Lincoln Keenholz was another highly recruited kid. Aaron Nolan, certainly highly recruited. So, and also looking even farther ahead for 2025, they've got a commitment from Tavian St. Clair from Bell Fountain, who I think is one of the top three quarterbacks in the country. So they've got to make it all fit together. They don't necessarily want guys walking out of their quarterback room. They've got to make it all fit together. Now, you mentioned that eligibility, Keenholz and Aaron Nolan and the kid from 2025. I'm just curious, is it if they do dip into the portal, would it be more of somebody who might fit the one-year need? Or you, know, you mentioned Dante Moore, who I believe still would have, what, three years of eligibility? Three Which, years, yep. Does it, how much does that factor into that, I, that, that situation? Well, I think it would depend on um, what the response, so to speak, would be from the guys in the room. 
Um, yeah, I, I think their goal would more likely be a short-term guy, but I, I wouldn't say that that's a, that's a final thing that, uh, that they couldn't go for somebody, uh, with more eligibility than that. But I think that they would more likely look for a short-term guy rather than somebody that's going to be there, uh, long-term because right now they've got the long-term situation in pretty good shape with Aaron Nolan coming in and Tavian St. Clair committed. With that in mind, Bill, a name that emerged just this week at that position specifically. I know we're hitting a lot of quarterback questions here, but I think this one's interesting because you can tell we're thirsty for a quarterback <laughs> here. We want information, Bill. Yeah, um, Malik Murphy obviously just announced this week he's he's going to be transferring out of Texas. I know that's a kid that Ohio State recruited and actually offered a scholarship to when when he was coming out of high school. Is that a player that they could be interested in? We haven't heard anything yet on that front, but. Given the the previous interest, is that somebody they might take a look at? Um, I'm sure that they'll kick the tires. They're going to look at every situation possible or in every potential uh, person that could help the program. As you mentioned, they did recruit Murphy coming out of high school. Um, He just got in the portal, so it's a little bit early to say right now. Um, You know, my my gut feel, well, I know that uh, there hasn't been any uh, active contact between the two sides where they've got to the point where they're uh, lining up official visits or anything like that. So it's so early with him, you know, it's kind of hard to tell. He literally, I think just, I think it was yesterday or the day before got in the portal. Yeah. Bill looking at kind of the portal in general, and I I know we want to get to, you know, the high school recruits here in a second, but um, what, what have the Buckeyes prioritized and what have they offered there in the portal to this point? Well, so far it's been mainly centered on defense. Uh, last weekend, they brought in Derek Harmon, Michigan State. He was their nose tackle, defensive tackle, and, and he was a good one. If you watched the Ohio State-Michigan State, Michigan State uh, game, and you probably didn't concentrate on the middle of the Michigan State defensive line, I'm guessing, but uh, if you go back and watch that game, you'll see that uh, Derek Harmon played pretty well against the Buckeyes. He is a defensive tackle, nose guard. He is a 6'4", 350-pounder from Detroit Loyola High School. And um, he's a guy that made an official visit to Ohio State last weekend, and it went well. In fact, he told me that Ohio State was great. Uh, Having said that, he hasn't made any decisions yet. He's visited officially Auburn, and then he went to Ohio State. He did those visits last weekend. He's going to Oregon this weekend, and then he's still considering a return to Michigan State. So right now he's got four schools um, that he's looking at. So they brought him in on an official visit uh, from the portal last weekend, and this weekend they're going to bring in two more players on official visits on the defensive side of the ball. Caleb Elarms or he is a linebacker out of Cal, We'll make an official visit to Ohio State this weekend, and he has multiple years of eligibility left. And then another one is Kamari Ramsey is a safety that is at UCLA. Um, he is making official visits this weekend to, believe it or not, on one side of the country, Washington. That's the Huskies. Uh, and then kind of on almost on the other side of the country, Ohio State. So he's kind of traveling cross country to visit both those schools this weekend. And those are two kids that um, the high state is absolutely serious about landing. They're bringing in them on official visits. So uh, they're really focused right now has been on defensive players. Uh, another name to keep in mind is offensive lineman Chase Basantis. He was offered a scholarship by Ohio state out of high school and seriously considered the Buckeyes. He is, has been at Texas A&M 
but he is someone else to keep in mind from the transfer portal. Bill, uh, there is, I think, the reaction to Ohio State having so many players enter the portal this year. You kind of got a mixed bag of reactions. I think for some fans, it, it almost felt like hit the panic button, the sky is falling. This doesn't usually happen to Ohio State. I think you and I both know, and, and all three of us know, like there's context to that, not being in the playoff. This is happening a little bit earlier on than it normally would for Ohio State, that type of thing. But is from your perspective, like is this a sign that, oh, no, the sky is falling in Columbus – or is it more so just sort of a sign of the times? Well, I think it's more a sign of the times that everybody is going to have guys go into the transfer portal. And it was, I was kind of uh, found it interesting that um, uh, Michigan was kind of touting that they've only had one guy in the portal. Well, that's going to change. They're in the college football playoff. And if you're a kid and your school is going to the college football playoff, you're probably not getting in the portal right now, especially considering that after your season is over, you got another 15 days to get in that portal. So Michigan's time will come. They'll have guys in the portal. Um, But uh, Ohio State not getting to the playoffs, it happened a little quicker for them. And if you look at the guys that got in the portal for Ohio State, um, Kyle McCord was a, a surprise. You know, that didn't, was not necessarily expected. Um, but the other guys that got in the portal were not guys that, generally speaking, had big roles with Ohio State this past season. Maybe the, the key one were there was uh, uh, Chip Trainum, the running back, played quite a bit, and then Julian Fleming. But if you look at their situations, it's not all that surprising that they got in the portal. You know, the Ohio State's got a boatload of great wide receivers still, uh, young guys. And running back-wise, they're in pretty good shape there, too, especially if if Travion Henderson comes back, he hadn't made a final decision yet, but it kind of looks like he might surprise people and come back to Ohio state. So uh, the guys that got in the portal from Ohio state uh, basically are are looking for more playing time at other schools. Um, Those guys, it's going to happen at every school. It's it's just a sign of the times. Bill. Bill. Oh, go ahead, bud. Sorry. Um, I I just as a follow, because you mentioned the common court situation and that obviously came as a surprise to the team. Do you have do you have any details or information on just like how that kind of came about from his perspective, but also just the team perspective? Because Ryan Day kind of gave that I don't want to say ominous, but that that quote about yeah, you know we'll we'll evaluate everything when he had his press conference after the college football playoff was announced, and I think that kind of people kind of pointed to that as okay, that even means the quarterback position. But I I, I guess I'm just curious, like from both sides where the feelings were on on the relationship between each other moving forward into 2024 and how it came to be that he eventually decided, I'm going to go into the portal. Well, I think if you're Kyle McCord, you expected to be uh, the starter next season and in the bowl game. And if you're Ohio State, you may not have been, while you thought he did a good job, you may not have been totally sold on him moving forward. Um, and you were going to open up the competition. And that's what Ohio State was going to do. And that's not uncommon. If you look at Pete Carroll, when he was at USC, every Tuesday, it was competition Tuesday. Mm. Your job was on the line. And if you didn't practice well on Tuesday, you may not be starting on Saturday. It was competition Tuesday. And that's generally what schools do. Um, You know, you can't just show up and be a starter, so to speak. You've got to earn your position. And, And basically, as you said, Brian Day uh, open things up. He said that, you know, we're not committing to necessarily anyone. And that would include Kyle McCord. And 
if you're Kyle McCord, you look at that situation and say, hey, you know, I'm not necessarily going to be the starter, so I need to look around a little bit. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Bill, with the early shining deadline coming up here, obviously the number one name that has been talked about, um, maybe even more so than Aaron Nolan, has been wide receiver Jeremiah Smith. Uh, I believe I saw that he would be the highest rated receiver ever in Ohio State history, which is saying something considering the one the guys they've reeled in. I'm just curious, how much of a concern is there that he could potentially be flipped to another school? Well, uh, you can't get any higher than the number one player in the country, and that's exactly what Jeremiah Smith is in our 247 Sports uh, player ranking. He is the number one player in the country, and for good reason. If if you've watched him, I mean, he's electric. He's just unbelievable. In the uh, state championship game, I think if I recall right, he caught 11 passes or something like that in the state championship game. Um, uh you know, his situation is that he has continued to take visits throughout the process. He has visited a lot of schools, including Ohio State, multiple times this season. Um, but it's not because he's unhappy with his commitment to Ohio State. It's just that he has said all along that if Brian Hartline and Ryan Day are at Ohio State, he is going to Ohio State. But in the world of college football, you just never know. And I think it was somewhat you know, kind of smart for Jeremiah – to get his ducks lined up, to know what he was thinking if by any chance there was a change that that maybe Ryan Day or Brian Hartline go to the NFL or whatever, um, that he would have his ducks lined up. Now, having said that, I, I expect him to sign with Ohio State uh, come Wednesday and be a Buckeye. I'll be, I would be shocked if that did not happen. So from him to Aaron Noland, uh, there's been so much talk about Air and, you know, another five-star quarterback recruit, the future of the program, all this stuff. I'm just curious, where, where's the thought process? Because Jeremiah seems to be ready to, to step in day one, make an impact. Quarterbacks, it can be a bit different. Is the thought that Aaron Nolan could truly be ready to start at quarterback next year for Ohio State, or could this be a young player that maybe benefits from a year waiting? Well, you know, I never like to say never when it comes to recruiting or or playing right away, but as a true freshman, it sure is tough to go to a place like Ohio State and start from day one. I mean, that just does not happen often. You look at C.J. Stroud didn't do it. Um, Dwayne Haskins didn't do it. So Joe Burrow certainly didn't do it. Um, It's really, really tough. And think about how good Joe Burrow and C.J. Stroud are. Now, could Aaron Nolan do it? I would never rule it out. I just wouldn't expect it to happen. It's just really, really tough to do. Um, and by the way, Ohio State was just uh, made their another home visit or another visit with Aaron Nolan. Again, they recruit these guys all the way through the process. And quarterback coach Corey Dennis and uh, tight ends coach Keenan Bailey uh, were just at Aaron Nolan's school. In fact, uh, Keenan Bailey offered a 2026 tight end a scholarship while he was there. So. They're recruiting these guys all the way through the process, and Aaron Nolan is going to be signing with Ohio State 
uh, come Wednesday. Bill, you mentioned the pursuit of a lot of defensive guys in the transfer portal. I, I think in the recruiting, the the upcoming recruiting class, it's kind of a nice balance of offensive and defensive guys, but some notable guys on the defensive side of the ball, especially um, like Edric Houston, who's coming in as a as a five star recruit. Just what do you what are your big takeaways from the incoming freshman class of recruits, and in in terms of what Ohio State is trying to do with the roster that they're constructing? Well. Um... You know, the, the highlight of the class, I guess you'd say right now, is kind of like it usually is wide receivers. They've got two yeah. five-star wide receivers committed. They've got Jeremiah Smith, who we've talked about, and then Mylon Graham uh, is a five-star out of Indiana. And then they've got a guy that, uh, while he's not a five-star, you know, he could be as good as any of them come when it all is said and done. That's Jeremiah McClellan out of Missouri. He's a high four-star wide receiver. So you start at wide receiver. Uh, you've got Edric Houston, a five-star uh, that is committed. Uh, you've got uh, uh, certainly uh, on the defensive side of the ball, the two cornerbacks from Ohio. They're as good as, as you can uh, hope to get. Um, that would be Aaron Scott out of Springfield. And then from up in Northeast Ohio, Bryce West out of Cleveland Glenville. Those guys are fantastic process, prospects. So, uh, you know, across the board, it's just another really, really good recruiting class at tight end they've done well they've got max leblanc out of canada uh via high school in tennessee uh you've got damarian witten from cleveland glenville it's committed um you know so so really they've done another good job probably the place that they're looking right now again uh to fill some holes would be at defensive end and edge and that's why you see um and defensive tackle a little bit too that's why you see the them first and foremost, at this point, bringing in guys from the portal on the defensive line. Bill, the O-line was a big talking point last year. I think by the end of the season, we did see a little bit more consistency up front here. But it has been a talking point, not just with Ryan Day, but even at points with Urban Meyer. And I'm just curious, is there a thought about where maybe the disconnect is, whether it's in recruiting, whether it's in development, whether there's something going on there coaching wise that we've kind of seen maybe not the dominant Ohio state offensive lines with guys like Orlando Pace and Corey Stringer that we, we got spoiled with 20 years ago. Well, you know, they, they haven't had a Paris Johnson or uh, a, a, uh, Corey Stringer, as you mentioned, another one certainly would be Orlando Pace. They haven't had one of those guys uh, in the last year or two. Uh, Paris Johnson was the last one. So uh, their recruiting has been good on the offensive line, but it hasn't been great. And they've had a new offensive line coach in the last couple of years. You know, Justin Fry has come in and taken over from Greg Studrara. So you've got to give him a little bit of time. Um Recruiting is about relationships, and it's tough to build those relationships if you're not at that school. And Justin Fry, now, this is going to be a big class for him coming up with 2025. He will have been at Ohio State for some time, and he will have had some time to build those relationships. And that's this 2025 class is going to be big. He landed for the 2024 class, Ian Moore out of Indiana who I think is going to be a really good offensive tackle for the Buckeyes. He landed the twins from Cleveland, or I should say Lakewood St. Edwards, the Armstrong brothers, Deontay and Devontae, who have a lot of potential. And then he got Gabe Van Sickle out of Michigan, who I think has a chance to be a good one. But 
2025 is going to be absolutely a priority for Justin Fry when it comes to offensive line recruiting. Bill, we'll get you out of here with this one. Um, you talk about recruiting being about relationships, and obviously Ryan Day's a sta- built up this staff that is, is very, very good at going out and building those for their specific position groups and, and staying on the recruiting trail and staying active. But should we be expecting any head coaching – or not head coaching, excuse me, just coaching changes in general – because we know how that stuff tends to impact players' decisions. Like one guy leaves, you mentioned Jeremiah Smith saying, if, if as long as Ryan Day and Brian Hartline are at Ohio State, I'm going there. Um, sh- what what are some of those that we maybe could see coming down the pike uh, after the bowl game? Well, you know, I, I, I don't like to speculate when it comes to coaches' jobs just because it's it's their jobs. It's their yeah, livelihood. Sure. So I, I don't really like to speculate on that. You know, obviously uh, people have talked about uh, a possible change or two on the Ohio State staff. And I'm not saying that couldn't happen. Uh, I just haven't been told that it's going to happen. So I really don't want to speculate on, on what might happen with, with those coaches. Uh, obviously, nothing is going to happen if it does happen till after the bowl game. So, you know, let's get to that point and see where we're at. Bill, you've been fantastic. You've been so gracious with your time today. You woke up early for us, which for me, I don't like waking up. So that is like the highest compliment. So we appreciate you. Great stuff. And we're going to spend the rest of the podcast dissecting every single damn word you said. That's how good you were, sir. Uh-oh, I, I, I'm a little worried about that, I guess. But uh, no, it's my pleasure to be on and uh, hope uh, – you, ha- you guys have a great Christmas and New Year, and we'll see what happens. Uh, signing day is just a few days away, so always an interesting time. Same to you and your family. Bill, you're the best, buddy. Thanks, Thank Bill. You. Take care, guys, guys. we will come right back on the other side of this, but first, a quick word for our sponsors. 